Hi, I'm Rob Wolf, Director of Communications at the Center for Court Innovation, and I am at Community Justice 2012 at the end of January in Washington, D.C., and I am speaking with Kurt Sandstrom, who is Deputy... Assistant Deputy Minister. Assistant Deputy Minister. Thank you, Kurt. For Alberta Justice in the province of Alberta in Canada. And I understand that you in Alberta are exploring the possibility of creating a community court. So maybe you could tell me a little bit about where you are in the process and what made you interested in the first place. It's a, it's a long story. So I, I could go back in time uh, to about 2009 when we started looking at this issue. And we have a stakeholder vehicle called the Justice Policy Advisory Committee that is co-hosted by the Minister of Justice and the Solicitor General. And uh, we had presentations at that meeting outlining some of the innovative work that was going on in the United States, uh, notably the Red Hook uh, Community Court, and also looking at a lot of the things that were going on in, in Canada, the Victoria Integrated Court and the Vancouver Community Court and the Drug Courts. And we were looking at a number of, of silos that were popping up um, depending on the needs or uh, circumstances of the offender. So, for example, if you were addicted, you could get into the drug court program. If you had mental health issues, you could go, you qualify for mental health diversion. If you uh, went down the road and were homeless, then we you could get into the Pathways to Housing program that would look at your justice needs. And so the Justice Minister, who is now our Premier at that point in time, and along with the Solicitor General, said we need to look at how we break down these silos and look at it in a more holistic uh, manner. So the Integrated Justice Services Project was born, and we engaged some consultants who looked at all of the models across North America and came out with a Cadillac model, which uh, we'd like to implement. But we're, we're not able to make as much headway on the Cadillac model at the moment. Uh, we are taking small steps, and uh, right at the moment we're, we're launching a pilot in Calgary, Alberta, uh, that will be entitled the Safe Communities Resource Center, and it will be focusing on the population that is post-conviction but will be serving their sentence in the community. And the idea would be to refer them to a, a program that has a joint assessment team of probation and health services members who also have all the supports of housing, uh, mental health, uh, alcohol uh, addictions counseling. Uh, we'll be working in partnership with community organizations to es essentially create um, a center with wraparound holistic integrated services uh, down the road. And so you'll note that, that the court is not involved in that uh, project at the moment because we're trying to focus on the government services and the other support services in that offending population that is post-sentence but serving in the community. We then hope to evaluate and proceed to other phases of the project that will look at pre-conviction um, and we'll also look at pre-charge because the police population are saying or the police officers are saying we need some sort of a solution to deal with uh, diversion without charge and so all of this will be uh, considered and evaluated in, in the fullness of time. And when you say the court's not involved, you mean because it's post-conviction? Correct. Because it's post-conviction and these offenders are put on probation, uh, at the moment the judiciary will not have really much to say, nor will defense or crown. It will be a, a determination based on the, on the probation officer's assessment of whether the offender would qualify for the Safe Communities Resource Center. And then if they do so qualify, then a, a one you know, comprehensive treatment plan will be, will be set up for them. The judiciary are involved in our two drug courts in the province already in the pretrial 
uh, or pre-conviction population. So right at the moment we're working with them to ensure that, that they've got everything they need to come at it holistically and we're hoping to, to build on some of the uh, their experiences when we go forward with the project further. So your vision, and but correct me if I'm wrong, is that this resource center that you're pulling together using community-based organizations and not-for-profits and such and government agencies presumably could serve as a resource for these other components when and if you create them, the pre-trial one that you referred to, uh, it would be it would be sort of an all-in-one place that, uh, as it expands, you would you perhaps could draw upon and refer defendants to. And yes and no. We want to make sure that the phases are are separate from um, coming up with one cookie-cutter approach. So we may be looking at uh, the resource center doing some of this, but we may also be looking at other solutions. For example, right at the moment, we've got two communities in Alberta, Edmonton and Calgary, organizing at the community level with respect to their community-based organizations because they're reaching out to clients in distress. And they're, at the moment, saying, we need to do business differently. We need to uh, provide one place for a, a person who's not even charged with an offense to, to have you know their distress remediated in some fashion or another. So the community, right at the moment, is driving some of this solution-making. We're going to be participating as a government with those community organizations. The, what they set up could could be the response to the other phases of, of our project. And the, the, the key is that we're going to continue to integrate as we move forward. We have a number of, as I said earlier, silos that we'll need to kind of put together. And we're creating one position within our Safe Communities Provincial Government that we call the Director of Integrated Justice Services. And this person's position will be to further integrate, to further design programming that will get at the offender's uh, criminogenic uh, uh, needs and really try to to move that marker in terms of an integrated provincial system. And how much emphasis are you placing on evidence-based practices using strategies that evidence has shown apparently works? That's the cornerstone to the model. We're looking at only working with programs that have been evaluated and have been shown to be successful. And that's difficult uh, within Alberta to ensure that we have the knowledge base that we need to draw from that. There's quite a bit of work going on across North America and worldwide, I think, in this area. And we really want to set ourselves up as um, experts in, in that fidelity in the science and, uh, and build from that um, and also contribute to it. So, for example, our Safe Communities Initiative has funded 88 crime prevention pilots, pilot projects across Alberta, all of which have to be evaluated from a social return on investment as to what will work in preventing crime. So even getting further upstream and what are we, are we doing to, to prevent crime. And all of that evaluation and research will, will help infuse our approach provincially and will also hopefully contribute to the literature across North America on what works. So I understand you visited the Red Hook Community Justice Center. Have you seen other community courts? And if so, are there things in particular that you want to try to replicate? And are there things you think will not work in Alberta? I haven't personally visited any of the community courts other than the Victoria Integrated Court, but the team has, and our consultants have gone out to Dallas. Uh, they've, they've seen Red Hook. They've seen Vancouver. Uh, so, so really... Um, we're we're not sure exactly how we're going to replicate this. It's it's a it's certainly not a cookie cutter approach. We're going to be seeing what works and what doesn't. So right at the moment, we're we're just struggling to get the government services together and working differently. And at that point, we're going to build community in. And so we'll be looking at these other models to see what their successes are, drawing from them, and and then hopefully you know uh, replicating something that's going to get at that criminogenic aspect. 
And one last question. I know you're kind of early in the process. It sounds like you've done an incredible amount of research, and now you're you're putting in, you know, you're taking steps to move forward with the plan. Are there any lessons that you've learned so far about that you that you might share that might help someone else who's who's exploring the possibility of creating this integrated approach or something like a community court? Yeah, um, I guess the first learning I would have is it, it's not often that that state or provincial or federal governments will attempt to do this uh, from the top down. Uh, we've attempted to do it from the top down, um, you know, drawing upon the experiences of, of more community-driven uh, success stories. It's difficult uh, driving it from the top down. Uh, What I've encountered is that um, oftentimes change is slow to come to systems, especially government systems. In in the future, I I might look at another approach as a provincial government going into this, whereby we actually empower the work that's going on in communities and are there to enable and facilitate uh, the work that would be happening there and let the models come up. In, In a perfect world, I guess you have to be Uh, top-down and bottom-up. And so uh, don't forget the bottom, the community. The community is is critical in in the solution. Every community is different. Every organization uh, or or community has different organizations, and they all have to be engaged. And it it is difficult for government to to know what is going on in that area, and so we need to find a way to, to make sure the bottom is coming up to the top and the top is coming down to the bottom. Very interesting. Well, thank you very much, uh, Kurt Sandstrom. I appreciate your taking the time to talk to me. I've been speaking with Kurt Sandstrom, who is Assistant Deputy Minister in Alberta Justice. And uh, you guys are working on exploring the possibility of creating something like a community court or an integrated approach, offering alternatives to incarceration, enhancing probation. Exactly. Integrated justice services is what we're calling it, as opposed to being a court at the moment. So thanks very much for taking the time to talk to me. Thanks very much. I'm Rob Wolf, Director of Communications at the Center for Court Innovation at Community Justice 2012. To hear more of our podcast, visit www.courtinnovation.org. Thanks for listening.